Hello and welcome to the Content Catalyst. I'm Deb Zabo and today we are talking about editing videos for social media. So whether you are creating content for Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube and LinkedIn, well this episode may have some juicy bits to help you through. So one of the things that, and I know myself, I felt this and experienced this and can relate, it gets really frustrating when you need to edit content and you need to edit it quick because you want to get the video out there. And it can be time consuming. And there's so many updates with platforms these days, and it's hard to stay track of, you know, how to use them. Uh, it's the new tech can be quite overwhelming, and especially when they make updates to their platforms. So as a video marketing coach and online course creator, I'm not only always creating content for myself, but for my clients as well. So I wanted to take you through some of the ways that you can fast track your editing process. But before we do, I just really wanted to touch on why editing is one of the most important things when it comes to uh, content creation, because it can really help you set the mood. It can help you create emotion it takes people down a journey and helps you tell a story. It creates a connection with your um, clients and customers to have conversations and it can really help to position your brand. And the difference between good editing and not so good editing is that good editing will show enough to tell the story, but not enough for you to get bored. And there's a saying in um, cinematography uh, and editing, and that is kill the darling. And the kill the darling expression comes from just when you think, um, you know, you've got it tight in your video or your um, or your piece, that's when you actually want to take that last bit out um, and keep it nice and tight and keep it interesting and keep it fast paced. So here are some of the mistakes that I see with content creators when I see reels uh, on, say, Instagram or um, YouTube, for example. YouTube, I see this a lot especially, and that is we the clips are too slow. That is probably one of the things that I see the most is that people are creating content and then they put the whole story out and they're not trimming out the fluff. They're not trimming the, the, there's a really fine point. And in, um, and in research and marketing with food, there's a, there's the sweet spot. So it's not too salty. It's not too sweet. It's, it's just right. And the same goes with editing. We want to find that sweet spot with the editing where it's just enough to give you that information and, but it's not enough for you to get bored and go, yep, next. Uh, and the other thing I see is no context. So when you start a video, good editing has an opening scene. It's got reactions. It's got emotion with music and text. And it's got the formula which keeps you interested. And it's paced quick enough for you to stay uh, interested, but also adds enough layers of um, context as well. Uh, one of the other things that I see in videos is too much fluff. So often when we shoot a video and if we're talking about sequential order, we'll stack up our video in the timeline because that's how we shoot it. 
and often, and I know myself, I recommend for people to take much more content than what they're ever going to need. But when I line up clips on a timeline, video clips on a timeline to edit, I will look at editing out the things. Does it really add value? So I'll put it all in order and then I'll look at the story and then I'll go, does it really need to be there? Can I, can I get away with it? Um, or can I just shorten it to really just give a, a flash of what I'm talking about? So too much fluff is also when people are taking a long time to get to the point. And in, especially if you're doing reels, for example, you need to be editing out the ands, the ums and the fluff in between. You want it to be fast paced. You've got 30 seconds to make an impact. So you need to trim all the bits of fat out of there. Um, and the other thing is that they're boring. And when, when you start making videos, you're going to start making boring videos. You're going to start making, you know, clips that are too slow and that's okay. I want you to know that that's okay because the most important thing is that you're showing up. However, I want you to get to a point where you're showing up and you, you're posting things, but I also want you to progress to the next point of um, keeping your content interesting. And, and that's, again, that progress uh, that we have when we practice. Practice equals progress. So boring is when you film a one-minute clip and really it should be 10 seconds. So if you film one minute of content, I want you to think about how can you get that down to 20 seconds? How can you get that down to 10 seconds? Um, in my online course video, Marketing for Social Media, I um, uh, was teaching this just yesterday in my course about editing and and one of the things that we look at in there is how can we trim it out and we took a one minute 35 uh, video and I trimmed it down to 24 seconds and that's by trimming out the fluff that's by keeping context but also keeping it fast-paced so there are some main things that I see people make that mistake of. And let me tell you, I've been guilty of all of those things. So I'm not immune to it, uh, but it's something that I want you to think about. When you first start showing up, you are going to be making boring videos. You're actually going to be making videos that are too slow and with no context, and that's okay. I just want you to think about how you can level up each time you make a video. And that's all that matters is really think about making 50 bad videos and every time you make a bad video, how can you make it just a little bit better? And I say a bad video is because you're going to look back on it in a year's time and you're going to, oh my God, that was a bad video, but that's okay because you made a video and you put content out there. You connected with your um, audience. So when I look at editing these days and creating content, here are the main things that I consider. One of the number one things before I even get going is I film to edit. So what does that mean? It means that when I am actually creating content, I'm already picturing the story of what I'm going to post, what that looks like when I post that up. I'm already looking at what that content looks like when I repurpose it down the track as well. Where can I use it? How can I um, re-layer it into a story somewhere else? So filming to edit will really help you um, 
uh, speed along the process when it comes to editing. Now, editing is what I hear people get bogged down with with the most and why they don't post reels and videos um, on social media is because it takes them too long to edit and you want to be able to edit content fast. So the other tip that I have is use templates. Like a lot of the platforms that um, that are available now and a lot of video editing apps have templates and I use them. I definitely use them, especially with B-roll. I, I can do an event and I'll go to an event and I'll film content for it and I will capture 70 clips. Easy, 70 video clips. And I, if I was to sit down at my desk and edit them later, um, it would take me, you know, a bit of time. However, if I use a template to cut that B-roll to tell a story, and that's really what I want to do is wrap it up and give a summary of that event, um, then I'm going to use templates that are available, which have already got music in them. And all I have to do is add in the clips and it edits all for me. Oh my God, it's such a time saver. Um, I talk about that in my course. I talk about what templates to use and I talk about um, what apps I use as well. I There are lots of apps out there and I've played around with pretty much most of them. Uh, and, and there are ways that you can get the best out of these apps and there are apps that certainly do um, uh, do a better job than others depending on your industry as well. The other thing I hear from people is how do I organize my content? And this was something when I was first starting out creating content is how do I organize my content? Like I was, I have Dropbox, for example, where I store my long form videos when I edit them, um, sorry, when I record on my DLSR and I'll download that SD card onto Dropbox. So I've got raw content and then I've got produced content and that's on the cloud. So I'm not going to lose that footage. So, but the thing about that is it takes time to upload that footage. And if in the beginning I was taking content um, on my phone and then trying to upload it into Dropbox and, oh my God, it took forever. So there are other better ways. Let me tell you, <laughs> I worked that out pretty quickly. Um, so organizing content into albums and making sure you've got enough storage is one of the main things that I can recommend. Uh, again, I cover this in my online course and I show you how that you can share content with other people. I show you how you can store raw footage and produce content as well um, and how you can find content. So when you go to repurpose uh, footage down the track, you can access it really easily. I know I use, and that brings me to my next point, is being able to repurpose content. So good editing, good filming content, uh, you should be able to repurpose many, many times down the track. Um, I will repurpose content from three years ago uh, if it's relevant and I can still use it. Now, repurposing, if I am creating content on the platforms, it makes it a lot more challenging for me to repurpose the content later on. And I know that people might use um, apps like SnapTick and um, uh, SnapTalk and, and things. Um, however, there are other ways to do that better when I want to edit clips. So that's just for one particular video and then I can't edit. So let's just say I've recorded a 30-minute um, uh, 
a 30 second video. And six months down the track, I want to use 50% of that video because it's awesome, but I need to update the information in it. And if I've used the platforms to edit that information, um, I can't go back in and update those clips as easy. I can't go back in and update the text in it. So using um, apps that will allow you to, I, like I said, I edit out of app and I have a few apps that I use to edit content as well, which allows me to, with ease and with efficiency, edit videos and then go back and be able to edit them later when I need to update those clips. So for me, that's a massive, massive thing because I am all about repurposing content. When when I take video, I want to be able to, if I'm taking video of an event, I want to go back a year later and pull that content out and use those clips to promote that event. I want to use those um, testimonials that I've gotten on, on the night of that event. So by editing out of app, I can edit the clips to be relevant to now. I can update the info. I can refresh the clip as well. So just by changing the music bed and changing the text, uh, the graphics, I can change the whole context of that whole video. And I can tell you this because I do it myself. So I made content for my um, online course launch recently, but I was pulling out content I made six, 12 months ago that I was now giving a refresh. It's like a, a little mini renovation, really. It's a little spruce. And that's just by updating the info, the graphics and the music. Um, so yeah, there are a few of my editing tips. Now, if you want to go a little bit deeper and want to know all my um, hacks and tips on editing using your phone. Now I use my phone to edit and I also use my desktop to edit. It depends on the content and it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm pushing out content um, for short form uh, on platforms, I'll use my phone. And in fact, I'll probably use my phone to edit most content these days, apart from if I'm doing long form content and that's going to be and multiple bits of con of long form and short form content and repurposing longer form content, I'll use my desktop. But majority of the time I'm using my phone and the phone apps to edit content. So if you do want to dive a little bit deeper and get all my things that I've learned over the, the last few years of editing, um, then I am hosting a editing masterclass on Wednesday, the 18th of October at 6.30 p.m. So it gives you a chance to get home from work, pour a glass of wine or have dinner and, um, and tune in for the masterclass. And if you would like to be part of this editing masterclass and learn how to edit video on your phone um, fast and be organized and repurpose content, then um, go to my website. It's debzabo.com backslash uh, editing. And I'll put the, the details in the show notes as well. So if you want to uh, join me for the masterclass, I'd love to have you along because you are going to learn so many time-saving tips um, to help you 
you know, make reels, to make TikToks, to make YouTube, to make LinkedIn videos that connect with your customer and stop the scroll. Because essentially good editing will help you to stop the scroll and make your content interesting for you to, um, that you want to actually get on and make more content. I always find that I love the process when I've made an awesome um, video for social media. I'm like, I get excited. There's an adrenaline rush and I want to share it everywhere. So I want to help you um, create that as well. So jump on my website, debzabo, D-E-B-S-Z-A-B-O.com backslash uh, editing. And you can join my masterclass next week. Until then, I will see you in the next episode.